show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. How are you today? I'm well. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. You're all dressed up. You had a sport coat on before the show. Uh -huh. Where were you? Uh, there was a chamber breakfast. Invite only? Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Yes. The new uh, MEDC head was uh, the speaker. Oh, nice. And Garrett Groshoff from Consumers Energy. Awesome. Mm -hmm. oh, awesome. And the uh, MEDC guy, um, brand new, he's from Louisiana. Really? Yeah. Oh. What Very does he nice think guy. of uh, Michigan so far? Uh, he had a sweatshirt made that said Michigan versus everyone. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's an original idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he has a lot of great ideas. Cool. He takes over um, pretty much at about the time when Ford announced they were building all those plants in Kentucky. So that was very distressing for him. Yeah, absolutely. But the state of Kentucky threw $900 million at Ford to go there. So that's kind of hard to... Uh, it's kind of hard to top that. Yeah. 58 degrees this morning. Yesterday it was 13 degrees colder at this time. And it won't get much warmer. We'll rise to a high of 61 today by late this morning. And then temperatures will gradually fall. And then it's... Uh, all downhill from there. It is. It's <laughs> going to be a chilly weekend. Yeah. We have a busy weekend uh, with the ORS Oktoberfest run. You are actually going to be leading the eight or the five k or the eight k. Five k. Oh, okay. You're going to mm -hmm. be leading the five k on your bicycle, mm -hmm. and I will be in a golf cart if anyone needs me. I'll be transporting folks. Which around. race will you be leading? Um, the kids' fun run. I. If you would like to get your kids signed up for this, you need to do this. The goodie bag that these kids get is unbelievable. Every day they keep adding something. Yeah, we added some JTV t-shirts to the bag yesterday. Dallenburgers has some great stuff. Grand River, ORS Experience Jackson. Of course, JTV. And uh, the kids are going to leave with one heck of a goodie bag. I think kids are looking for places to wear their costumes. This is a oh. perfect spot. Yeah. Yeah, perfect spot. It's a great uh, race for a Spider-Man costume or a skeleton costume. Kids are actually encouraged to dress as superheroes because they will be chasing villains as part of the race. And then later in the morning, uh, the Beer Mile, which is, I think it's fun to watch. <laughs> it's so fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, it is fun to watch. I have some friends that are <clears throat> competing in that. Mm -hmm. uh, I also have some friends that are doing the 8K and 5K, so um, it'll be a great time. Yeah, the Beer Mile, I've never done one of those. At least no. not on purpose. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, it's it's a lot of fun to watch. And then, of course, um, breakfast downtown afterwards. So it'll be a great great day, mm -hmm. great day downtown. And then today we have Jaxpo, which uh, is going to be fun. That's at the American One Event Center for the first time. I was just there. Where is how's it look? It's gorgeous. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's nuts. When we had uh, Rick Sheely on the other day, I was thinking about how about these venues that Jackson County boasts that they can have these huge mm -hmm. conventions, weddings, uh, speakers, really whatever events. So we are mm -hmm. lucky. We went from zero convention space really to yeah. um, we're doing pretty well here. Already um, there are events that are being booked in Jackson that previously were never able to right. come here because we, couldn't, we didn't have the capacity. So with the new hotels, mm -hmm. new convention space, uh, people are coming to Jackson. So if you're coming to Jackson, if you're here today for something, Welcome, and I think we'll have a lot of uh, out-of-towners coming in for Jack's boat today. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there at <laughs> 1 o'clock. All right. The uh, health department reports every day our uh, COVID numbers, 100 new cases yesterday, and the state's positivity rate has inched up to 12.7%. <clears throat> Excuse me, but here's a little bit of good news. Statewide, um, case counts are falling. That's good. But not in Jackson County. Uh, Jackson County is number nine in the state for number number of new cases daily. Number nine out of uh, all the uh, counties in Michigan were number nine. Guess how many lab tests have been done on 
uh, Michigan residents for COVID since the start of the pandemic? Millions. 17.7 million. Wow. Mm -hmm. So that means a lot of people have thought they had COVID. A lot of people have yeah. thought they had COVID. But we are also, you know, and you know we've done a few times, you, you, know, you have an athlete on your team that tests positive mm -hmm. for COVID, and then in order to be able to play the following week, you have, you have to get a negative COVID test. Yeah. So you have a lot of these uh, urgent cares, and our favorite IEP, urgent care. I've been there like three times for <laughs> rapid tests. Right now they're doing, they, you know, with the one provider they have, they're doing about 50 uh, rapids per day. And so I think they're trying to bring in another provider to get that up to 100. And as we move into the winter season with everything, um, it, you know, you're going to have more of that because there's more, all the sports are inside, well, yeah. for one thing. So How many COVID tests have you had? Uh, I don't know, probably a handful, six, seven. Yeah, you've had about a dozen. Yeah, my daughter's had probably more than all of us in the family, which is, um, she's a champ at it, but... If you think you're, you're sick, if you are sick and you call your doctor, first thing before you even say anything is say, they'll get a COVID test. Mm -hmm. That's the uh, instant reaction. Yeah. And about a thousand people a day in Jackson County are getting a COVID test. So. Yeah. yeah. I want, there's probably people that are getting the COVID mm -hmm. test every day because. It, because of whatever their job might be. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Good news, though. Uh, millions more will be able to get the uh, booster shot, according to uh, the government. Authorization on Wednesday of both the Moderna and Johnson & Johnson booster shots. And the mix or match, go for it. That's pretty that's much... That's what they're saying. Yeah. yeah. I, I, so that's, and that's a little bit of new information from what we've heard in the past. Mm -hmm. That wasn't... Um, all the studies hadn't been done yet and things like that. We'll ask Dr. Kack about uh, the mix and match on the uh, booster. Sure. I got the Moderna the first time and um, the second time, and so the third time I'm going to go with Moderna. It seems to work. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Well, and you know, J&J um, <laughs> has, you know, the issues. And, uh, but does that stop you from taking Motrin? Ever? Yeah. J&J's issues? Mm, really? I think they make Motrin, too. I'll use the uh, baby powder, but that's, I draw the line. <laughs> Actually, funny. Pfizer. What's is that other stuff that Andrew Sargent <laughs> uses? Oh, Gold Bond. <laughs> yes. I'm a little irritated with Pfizer because uh, it turns out that in their negotiations with governments throughout the world, they've been uh, putting uh, profits ahead of uh, anything else. And, you know, you expect that with a publicly held uh, company, but. Um, they maximize maximizing profits mm -hmm. um, and uh, being hardline in negotiations with um, you know some poor countries. So. Well, they had the leverage, unfortunately, yeah. uh, for the government. Unfortunately uh, for Pfizer, that uh, they took advantage of uh, of the situation for sure. Yeah. But uh, they were going to get paid regardless. So it is, like you said, it is frustrating. Mm -hmm. Frustrating that corporate greed. Hey, you're, uh, we're still waiting on uh, another family member to join us, your son, my brother. Yeah, I keep checking. Uh, I know. What's going on? The so, due date was two days ago. And they're not even really communicating that well to us about it. So I don't know if they have well, the baby or not. I, um, fa we FaceTimed with them last night, and they were surly. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Your grandson, James, he could care less <laughs> about a baby. Right. Um, and... I, if it's a girl, he is not going to care at all. He, that's why we only had one, because we didn't want to put our daughter through having <laughs> to have another one um, and deal with that. Brandon, same thing. So, yeah, so, yeah um, James and Katie are expecting uh, baby number two any minute now. And I don't know. Well, not really. They're not even in the hospital yet. No, so not, it won't be a minute. We, we don't know. Yeah. I mean, they, they could It's I don't know it's taking so long. Yeah, it's been I, nine I would like to know. So, and, and you can't have that many uh, people in the hospital, you know that, right? I've understood that. I think we can get in, don't you? Maybe. <laughs> we'll try. In Ohio, we wouldn't visited someone in the hospital in Ohio. You can have a birthday party right Waltz in there. right in. It yeah, was definitely. like nothing, there's like no COVID, nothing. It's like, come on in. Um, use the employee elevators. Uh, here, wear this if you want. <laughs> uh, we've got some extra scrubs for you. Uh, the talk of the country uh, again today is the uh, Petito case, <sighs> and it appears that uh, Brian Laundrie is dead. And I think everyone thought that. Anyway, I did. I thought he was dead a long time ago. I didn't. No? No, I thought he was hiding. I <clears throat> thought his parents were helping him hide. And 
you know, his rem his remains were found while his parents were on site at this park. It's like they knew where he was. They knew where he was. Of course they knew where he was. After a month of being uncooperative with authorities, they said, well, all right, we'll, we'll go look. Oh, here's <laughs> there's his backpack. Yeah, it makes something's sense. not right it's with very these. very fishy. Something's not right with these uh -huh. parents either. They haven't been cooperative at all. And then, you know, a month afterwards, you know, let's go check this Florida yeah, park. It's so too bad. It's it's not a good it's not good and and at the at the end of it you know two families lost their children so just unspeakable it tragedy. is a tragedy and, and really for the laundry family um, you know the parents so they're just sitting in their house in Florida trying to live their life and their son goes yeah potentially yeah. On, does something horrible and, right yeah but so. you know did what did they do did they did they help hide him did they assist him. Um, you know, how did he die? We may, we may never know. I'm, sh I'm sure we won't okay. ever know. Okay. Uh, we've got, uh, people are looking for, I was just talking to Stephen Hogwood this morning, owner of the Jackson area uh, McDonald's. And uh, I said, you know, we're, you know, JTV, we're always looking to, you know, hire one or two. He said, we're looking to hire 300. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure he said that in only the way Stephen Hogwood could yeah. say that. That's in, and, and he's, you know, imagine that, you know, trying to hire in the, and fast food has just changed in general since COVID. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you still have, it's, it's turned into just really heavy drive-through almost everywhere. So, yeah. um, you know, getting employees and, and also the, the times that these uh, restaurants are open are not exactly ideal times that folks want to work. So mm -hmm. that's also part of the issue as well. But Stephen said um, his employees that are working, they're working a regular 40 hour a week. Yeah. $60,000 a year. Really? Mm -hmm. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? Yeah, so, you know, it'll be interesting what will happen if, you know, what happens in a couple of years, you know, when supply chains catch back up and we don't need all these extra workers at distrib distribution centers and ports and, um, you know, and then where will those jobs go? So I don't know. it's interesting, you know, you're going to have folks that are used to this, you know, maybe a year or two of this unrealistic pay and then stepping back into the labor force at a more realistic pace. So I think that's something we're going to be discussing in the next few years. You're right. I, I, th I think there will be, you know, what goes up comes down. And I think we're seeing and hoping that prices are going to be coming yeah. back down. And that could also happen to salaries. Good. I asked Stephen sure. if uh, hamburgers are still 99 cents. And he said, no. Really? No. Your favorite is McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What do you get? The two cheeseburger meal? Big Mac. Yeah, Big Mac. Nice. Big Mac. Yeah. Very nice. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Um, you know, the Pistons opened up last night at home, and I was really rooting for them to win, but they didn't. They lost a close, uh, a close home game against the Bulls in their division, and it just proves that they can't win a close home game against someone in their division. So it was disappointing. That was sad. So you know, another it's going to be a long year, right? For Detroit. See, this is how we feel already. We've already given in and are trying to get Amani Bates. It's time for Is It Real or Not? Our weekly feature testing Andy's knowledge of retail. Is it real or not, Andy? So you tell me, is it real or not? Real. Lucky Charms dough. Real. It is real. Yeah, one for one. Yes. That's good, one for yep. one. Yeah. One for one. I knew so that. Far. You know, I knew that because <laughs> I, I bought, you bought that. It. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right, uh, item number two. Um, <laughs> new pumpkin spice, old spice. Basic. Deodorant. Basic. Real or not? That is not real. That is correct. I'm doing a lot better than you last are. week. Last week you were one for four. Mm -hmm. All right, next up we have Sucker Punch mm. Pickles. Really? Real or not? I hope those are real because I love jarred spicy pickles. They are spicy and yes, they are real. All right, one more? Yeah, one more. All right. I'm a lot better at this game than you Is thought. it real or not? Subway <laughs> canned subs. Each can contains uh, one foot sub. Do I make a normal joke? <laughs> no, it's not real. Four for four, congratulations. Thank you. It is not real.
But, but what a great idea. <laughs> I'd buy that. <laughs> nice. Tom Brady, you know, Tom Brady and Steph Curry are spokespersons for Subway now. Mm -hmm. They're really going all in, changing the, changing the thing. Yep. You know, we have a very popular Subway at Jefferson and 127. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yep. Noah goes there like twice a week. Yep. Hey, let's get into some sports. Our Extreme Dodge scoreboard brought mm -hmm. to you by our friends over at Extreme Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And we'll get things started with a little soccer. The districts at Columbia Central, Michigan Center won Onstead zero. Michigan Center beat Onstead for the Cardinals first ever boys district soccer title. Nicholas Cosmet scored on a header off a well-placed free kick by Dalen Hinkle. Cardinals will face Pontiac Notre Dame prep next Tuesday and they will head up to Shaw Stadium in beautiful downtown Beverly Hills, Michigan. Those Cosmet boys are something else. We gotta get the Cosmets on the show. Yeah. They are scoring all kinds of goals. Hey, a quick football news. Um, Richmond at Western, that's gonna be played tonight due to a referee shortage. Richmond and Western varsity game today, 5.30 at Western. Both teams probably need a win to get in. Uh, Western's number 27 in D3, Richmond's number 28 in D5. Top 32 teams in each division earn a playoff spot based on that point system. So uh, good luck to Western tonight. Volleyball, Columbia Central 3, Clinton 0. The Golden Eagles defeated Clinton in a makeup match on Wednesday. CCHS won 25-17, 25-20, and 25-17. It was Coldwater 3, Lumen Christie 1, and Western 3. Harper Creek 2, Western uh, won the match. This was a Volley for Hope night at home. So check out some photos from that. More photos uh, from soccer as well online. Over in cross country, uh, boys, boys cross country, the Cascades finals. Manchester won the event. Uh, Rogan Melling, though, of Hanover Horton, he was the individual winner. Um, there he is. And um, that was at Ellishar Park yesterday. It was a beautiful day for the uh, cross country race. Oh, wow, it was. Beautiful day. So that's the uh, boys results and, and the girls ca uh, Cascades. Grass Lake, they finished second at the meet, but they earned the title by finishing undefeated in the conference season. And uh, Napoleon finished third overall, Hanover Horton fourth, Addison fifth. There are the Lady Warriors with their conference trophy. Some postseason honors um, for Jackson High soccer players. Brayon Tanner and Dylan Marshall say were named to the first team all conference in the SEC. Gannon Fields and Mason Rose, they earned on, honorable mention for the Vikings. And I think that's it. That's our Extreme Dodge scoreboard brought to you by our friends at Extreme Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. More photos from last night's sporting events online at JTV.TV by JTV's Jeff Steers and Sarah Safe. Great job. Awesome photos. Awesome photos. And uh, we are so proud to cover the amount of high school sports we do in Jackson. And um, it's great. It's great for the kids, great for the community, great for JTV. And uh, it's an exciting time of year with the uh, postseason here. Yeah, and a lot more sports. And good luck to Michigan Center as they head up to Beverly Hills, Birmingham, Detroit <laughs> Country Day, as Greg O'Connor would say. We've ran into those Country Day jackets before, haven't we? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. <sighs> <laughs> We don't like them. We only like Chris Weber. But yeah, good luck to uh, Michigan Center as they uh, take on Country Day. Very exciting. Mm -hmm. Our uh, job of the day, we actually have a couple today. There are so many openings. Uh, first up, we've got openings at Jackson County Intermediate School District. They are looking for bus drivers and for bus attendants. Starting pay $19 an hour for drivers, $15 an hour for attendants. If you have no experience, no problem, they will train you. Apply at jcisd.org. Also, our Michigan Department of Corrections facilities in Jackson are looking for staff, pretty much every area, in particular corrections officers, mm -hmm. starting at 1856, registered nurses, signing bonuses of $5,000. Get dedicated, reach success. Corrections is hiring. We have a proud team of MDOC employees in our community and uh, you're invited to join them. Uh, visit uh, jtv.tv job board or governmentjobs.com. Thanks to Michigan Works Southeast presenting the JTV job board and job of the day. 
who's on today's show, Andy. Today we have Dr. Kak from the PIC Center, and he is coming up next on GTV. At Consumers Energy, we believe change is small. Change is easy. Updating. Smart. A choice. Change is our company. Your company. Together, we can bring clean energy to Michigan and protect the environment for generations to come. Learn about your clean energy choices and how you can become a force of change. ConsumersEnergy.com slash change. The PIC Center is an independent practice that has provided care to the Jackson area for over 25 years. Doctors O'Neill and CAC supervise antibiotic infusions, as well as those for many other conditions, such as inflammatory bowel, joint and lung disease, anemia, and multiple sclerosis. Our modern facility is open seven days a week, and the infusion staff will make you feel right at home. Let your doctor know you have a choice where you receive your next infusion. Remember, when you've picked us, you've picked the best. Someone once told me that every community needs a strong hospital, a strong college, and a strong bank. County National Bank is that bank. CMB provides outstanding personal banking services and is the bank of choice for several nonprofit organizations that serve our communities. It's an honor to be part of the growth of the communities we serve in Jackson, Roseville, Lenaway, and Calhoun counties. And we're proud to help local businesses expand and succeed. CMB is banking that stays in the community. As a proud partner of Frankenmuth Insurance, Barker Weber operates under five distinct values integrity. We will be honest and fair. Stewardship. We commit to responsible management. Empathy. We understand how you feel. Mutual respect and trust. You'll always be our valued partner. Dedication. We'll work for you wholeheartedly. Barker Weber and Frankenmuth Insurance. Your local insurance solution. Collins Brothers Floor Covering. Because new carpet is like, ah, very nice. But commercials suck. Don't change the channel, change your carpet. Collins Brothers Downtown. Excellent. Established in 1940. That's before the war, sucker. Why is Recruit Specialized Staffing the right choice for you? At Recruit, we have great benefits that we offer from day one, plus great referral bonuses. We have an easy application process that is offered in person or remotely. So apply online today at RecruitSpecialized.com or in person at 1030 Lawrence Avenue in Jackson or call 795-2515 for more information. That number again is 795-2515. At Recruit, we work for you. Recruit Specialized Staffing, an equal opportunity employer. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. It's time to bring in one of our infectious disease specialists, Dr. Vivek Heck from the PIC Center. Good morning. Good morning. So the, uh, the big news is the five to 11 year olds. Um, and I think the president is speaking tonight even talking about a plan. Um, as a parent of a five to, five to 11 year old, should- You both are. Yes, we both are. Should we rush out and get the vaccine immediately? Definitely. I mean, I think, uh, as the kids have gone back to school, we're kind of seeing every couple of weeks you have kind of get a notice that your kid has been exposed to somebody who has COVID mm -hmm. and you have to keep an eye on it and go from there. So it's fairly important from my perspective, ensure that they are protected, A, so that they can go back to school on a regular basis. And second, I think I have said this before, kids are like cesspools of viruses. Mm -hmm. So they're gonna spread anything they come in contact with. So this fall, we're gonna see an uptick definitely in flu, which we didn't see the last year. We're already seeing an uptick in RSV and then COVID. So mm -hmm. you might hit the trifecta where you have all three of them simultaneously running through your kid. And if your kid gets exposed, then unless you haven't been vaccinated, you might be exposed to all three of them. Mm -hmm. RSV? Yeah, respiratory syncytial virus. Big name kind of infects kids and elderly individuals. So mm -hmm. if you're, most of people who are in the, uh, between 16 to 60 will do okay with it. Just a little, little bit of cough, but if you're older or if your immune system is weak or if you're a kid, you're gonna get sick with it. What's the, um, what are the ages for flu shots? How, how young do, do they go? I think you can go as young because we, um, yeah. 
as young as you want kind of stuff, oh, okay. except the first babies, kind of neonates. Yeah. So that would be an opportunity for kids to get that vaccine along with the, um, with the COVID flu, vaccine. Yeah. And you can yeah. get both of them at the same time. Unlike last year where we were telling people to kind of space them out so that at least you didn't blame the COVID vaccine for the pains that you got from the flu vaccine. Yeah. This year, you would kind of get both of them at the same time. It's just one trip and get both the vaccines. Yeah, we're, we're seeing uh, and things all over, whether it's work or school and the, the quarantine and the vaccination and if you're not vaccinated and it, it is tricky and it, and it just, it seems to uh, cause a lot of stress. But um, again, the, the experts are saying there's, there's a way out and that is to uh, get the vaccine. Someone wanted me to ask you if there's, a, if there's a va any vaccine that you would recommend a child not take and wait. Like if there's, if there's something that, is there any vac vaccine that you wouldn't recommend? No, not, yeah. I mean, I'd get the one that you can get uh, essentially. If it were up to me, kind of said the, and I don't think there's good data from there. I personally would have said get your J and J first, mm -hmm. and then get the booster from either the Pfizer or the Moderna. Okay. Mm. Interesting. Mm. What did you do? What for you when you got your uh, Pfizer, Pfizer first Pfizer. available? Right? Pfizer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I got my Pfizer booster. Uh, I think a couple of weeks ago. Didn't have much side effects. In mm. fact, just a little bit of aches. So, and the good thing is at least. Within the last few days, I think the first randomized trial looking at a booster just got pre-published in some way, shape or form. Mm -hmm. So they looked at 10,000 individuals who had the first two doses, then they got randomized to getting the third. And the people who got the third dose, there were only five cases of COVID versus there were some like 140 in the ones who didn't. Mm -hmm. Wow. There's some data right there. So opening up um, vaccinations to the kids um, and the booster shots for adults, what will that do? Will, will that have a significant uh, impact on the, on the trajectory of the, the pandemic? I'm not sure about the boosters as much as the kids. I think mm. kids definitely opening up, the kids who are going to school to vaccination definitely will lead to a decrease in the incidence, provided they get the vaccine. The booster shots, I think, will impact hospitalizations more than anything mm -hmm. else. I think what we've seen is that if you are elderly, if you're kind of have immune issues kind and you get exposed to COVID six months or after that, and you can still get sick with it. So the boosters will definitely impact hospitalizations while the trajectory of the epidemic is gonna be impacted by getting the kids vaccinated. Mm -hmm. And so of course it's a decision by the parents. <laughs> Mm -hmm. So if we have 60% uh, of parents that um, are getting vaccinated, it, I guess it, it stands to reason mm -hmm. that you're going to get that same percentage of, of kids. Definitely. I mean, yeah. I think if your parent has been vaccinated, then you're more apt to get the kids vaccinated. Though there might be some parents who might still balk a little bit, mm -hmm. but I think getting the kids vaccinated is going to be a big thing. Maybe your parents don't disagree, they're, someone's going to take a little trip out for ice cream. Grandparents. <laughs> Opportunity for grandparents. You cannot. Take the kids. No, you can't do that. <laughs> you can't just take a, your grandkid to get I back. guarantee you, grandparents are going to take the kids out for <laughs> ice cream and a vaccine. No, I, I think the vaccinators won't let you do that. I don't think that's, no, I don't think you can do that. But no, I think they want the parent. Yeah, definitely the parents. Well, I don't know, grandparents have come back with uh, puppies. Yeah, well, I mean, that's different. That's the yeah. goods and services, yeah. that's not medicine, so. No. Hmm. So the uh, mix and match, mm. that's a big question. Yeah. And it sounds like government is now saying, yeah, yeah, sure, why not? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think, the issue, I think, is whether mixing and matching Pfizer and uh, the Moderna vaccine is beneficial versus mixing and matching two vaccines that work on completely different platforms. Okay. I think personally, the ones that work on completely different platforms probably are better than, I mean, I think in my mind, if you switch Moderna to Pfizer, it's the same technology, it's the same way the vaccine works. The target might be a little bit different, but it's the same in a sense. So there, I'm not sure the benefit is gonna be as beneficial as doing the J&J &J and yeah. following up with Isn't the Isn't it almost the, the same ingredients, essentially? It's the same, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Is there uh, any um, benefit to um, getting um, doubly vaccinated? 
didn't get so if you get both uh, Pfizer if you have the Pfizer and you get the booster and then you say well let's just get the J and J we'll add that one and just to, just for extra measure of uh, protection I don't think there's much data on that yeah. Yeah. the best thing would be actually so there's if you have had COVID I think they're talking about the natural immunity if mm -hmm. you have had COVID and getting one dose of any vaccine afterwards is exceptional. Mm -hmm. So people who have had COVID kind of get, if they get a booster of whichever vaccine they choose is pretty exceptional in terms of the breadth of the immune response that gets. Yeah. What would you say to um, parents, you know, a five, six, seven year old, my, my child's perfectly healthy. I'm going to wait and see. Well, I think people have waited and see. Yeah. there's two things that have happened. One, I think kids who've gotten sick, uh, there's a bunch of them who've had uh, issues with the immune system. We have the multi-system inflammatory disorder. So I mean, I, if I remember correctly, something like 40 odd kids have died from that itself. So that's one issue. The other issue is kids have spread it to their parents, Correct. their grandparents, and those grandparents mm -hmm. have died kind of. Mm -hmm. And within the last few weeks, I just saw a 16 year old who got into the ICU with COVID. Really? Oh, wow. So mm -hmm. here in Jackson. Well, we don't have a pediatric ICU, so oh, yeah. he didn't. Nearby. He Nearby. got admitted somewhere yeah. else. Okay. So 16% um, of people, uh, according to the New York Times, are the real reason for not getting the vaccine is they're afraid of the needle. Uh, kids probably have <laughs> uh, even greater um, fear, and some kids might be dragged kicking or screaming in for that. Yeah, but we that's usually true. get them in and get that needle in no matter what. That's yeah. the thing. Well, yeah, I mean, I, my son, when he was young, I had to literally sit on top of him and <laughs> to, for him to get his vaccine. And he used to pass out with each vaccine. Really? So I know the pediatrician used to have two nurses just to say, because they knew that he was going to pass out and with the vaccine, any vaccine. So yeah. he just used to flop down like a stuck pig. And then <laughs> <laughs> I had to tell him this is normal for him. He's going to get over it. Yeah, he'll be fine. <laughs> So, I mean, there is intranasal vaccine coming down the pipeline, the studies, so that's going to be the next step. But that's not going to happen this fall. It's right. not going to happen for some time. So I think waiting, waiting for the perfect solution doesn't mean that you shouldn't get whatever is. Yeah, oral vaccines, uh, when I was a kid, that was uh, something we used. Uh, there was a polio vaccine, was an oral vaccine. Yeah. And uh, it actually was on the... It was liquid that they put on a sugar cube, and what kid doesn't like sugar cubes? <laughs> so it was a very popular vaccine. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. the intranasal vaccine definitely is going to come down the pipeline, and that will help. There's some theoretical benefit in the sense that it will also help your immune system in your nasal mucosa where the virus essentially attaches, so that might help mm -hmm. decreasing even acquisition of the disease. I know you um, have been a big proponent of the masks and uh, data, according to Bridge, Michigan, uh, published this week, shows that school districts with no mask requirements have higher rates of COVID transmissions than those with mandates. And to me, that's not a big, big surprise, but it is a dramatic um, difference between mask requirements and no mask requirements at schools. Uh, more than twice as many COVID cases in districts without mask requirements. Half, half as many. And, and, mm -hmm. and so districts that have the mask requirements, we're seeing far, far fewer cases. I mean, the data, I think, as time has gone, has shown pretty clearly that masks work in decreasing acquisition. And it's any kind of mask. We had this debate, do you need N95? Do you need the surgical mask? Even cloth masks work. And they work by two points. A, if you wear the mask and you're sick, you decrease the dispersal of whatever you're kind of, if you, I mean, simplistically, we tell everyone to cover their face when coughing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A mask is a slightly more, uh, better way of covering your face when coughing. Yeah. So that works. And then if you the other person is wearing a mask, then that also works in decreasing acquisition. My I new, my new uh, favorite place to wear a mask where I don't think I will not wear one is a plane now. I like that. The plane? Yeah, no one yeah. can really, you know, I feel like no one can see me either. I like that as well. They don't give you food or anything, so there's really you, oh, no need. You can get, they no, do. You can? You can get food. Yep, mm. you can. Mm. But I, again, in the flights that I've been on, I don't know about you, I have seen no issues whatsoever. It's, um, but they're out there, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
Well, you know, they should really um, test people um, for other things besides <laughs> COVID before they uh, let them yeah, on a plane. Definitely. We should have a non-medical person testing people's <laughs> mental psyche before they get on the plane. More with Dr. Kack right after this. Now is the time to celebrate making it through the twists and turns of this school year. At different points throughout this past year, you may have found yourself feeling like you were flourishing or failing, depending on the day. We are proud of you all for continuing to get your feet under you in a world that went upside down. Time marches on, and so do we, Western families. Thank you for your tenacity in tough times. Here we go, into brighter days ahead. Now is the time to be a Western Panther. If you're looking for a high-quality, affordable alternative to the emergency room, then come to IEP Urgent Care's new location in Jackson. It's the same great ER physicians who have been providing care through our local hospitals since 2008, but now with a new location to serve you better. Our ER-trained providers believe high-quality care is for everyone, so we work with all insurances, including Medicaid and Medicare. Come see us on East Michigan Ave. <coughs> does this sound familiar? If it does, you might want to ask yourself, what's in your heating and cooling ducts? The EPA says indoor air quality is often two to five times worse than outdoor air quality. This means the air in your home could be affecting your family's health. At Ducks, we do air duct and dryer vent cleaning the right way. Keep your air safer by scheduling a cleaning with Ducks today. Trick or treat? Forget the trick and just treat yourself this fall. Now through October 31st, when you open a qualifying auto loan or personal loan or refinance from another financial institution, you'll have the chance to win up to $500 on a scratch-off ticket from American One Credit Union. And every scratch-off ticket is a winner. For more information or to apply for an American One loan, visit AmericanOneCU.org. Federally insured by the NCUA. I noticed that um, APHW was a Christian company, and I was excited about that. I like working at America's Preferred Home Warranty because of the atmosphere. It's like a second family to me. When you walk in through the door, it's an overall great environment to come into every single day. I don't know of an employee that I have worked for that I uh, believe lore in. Now, Alro Metals Outlet is here for you. When your back is against the wall, our vast inventory of aluminum, steel, plastics, and more will help you get the job done. Whether you're a professional or do-it-yourselfer, our retail stores are your one-stop shop for metals. You select it, we cut to length, and shear to size, right here, right now. Because when you need metal, Alro Metals Outlet has your back. Welcome back to The Morning Show. Dr. Vivek Kak is with us from the PIC Center and Henry Ford Legion's Health. And what's it like right now, Dr. Kak, at the, the hospital, COVID-wise? COVID I think we've got a bunch of people who are admitted. I think I don't remember the exact count, but it's in the 30s. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of, the number has remained stable in terms of across all the hospital systems. Kind of all the bigger hospitals are like 30 to 40 patients in their ICU or step-down units. And unlike the other respiratory viruses, the thing with COVID is if you get really sick, then you're in the ICU for, or in the hospital for a long time. Mm -hmm. So it's not like you get better very quickly. You, if you're gonna get better, you get better very slowly. Or if you're gonna die, you are not gonna die quickly. You're gonna die slowly too. Mm -hmm. So that leads to kind of, I mean, I think in some ways frustration with both the patients, family members, because if you have COVID, your family members are not gonna be allowed to come in there. Mm -hmm. So. Loneliness is a big part of getting sick with COVID, especially if you get into the hospital. And I suspect that's also impacting people who are sick who don't want to come to the hospital because mm -hmm. they know that their family members are not going to be allowed to see them. So often when they come in, then it's pretty late in the sense that the treatment options that we have for COVID don't work too well if you are coming in at day 10, day 12, or day 13 of your illness. Mm -hmm. And when you're in the hospital with COVID, you're not um, watching TV and uh, picking out what they're gonna bring you for lunch. 
Well, you can watch TV, so you're, uh, uh, <laughs> you can watch TV and you're still kind of, your, your food choices are still there. I think it's just that it's a more restricted environment because I think staying in a big room, even if you have people coming in and visiting you, the healthcare workers, you're alone kind of, and you can still talk to your family members on your phone, but it's pretty, mm -hmm. uh, it's lonely existence in some ways and it's frightful. I mean, I think mm. you don't know what's going to happen. I mean, your doctors will say, okay, you'll get better or you might not get better, but kind of being alone is pretty frightful in some ways. You, you may have touched on this a little bit uh, earlier, but are folks coming in, you know, like you said, after they've had it and they're like, you know, that's their last, you know, their last, oh, I better get to the hospital at this point. They're coming in almost at the last minute. Yeah, the ones who are coming into the hospital typically don't come in right there. They come in yeah. after they become significantly short of mm -hmm. breath. Uh, so that's one thing. The other thing is, thankfully, with there's enough uh, patients who have COVID who know about the monoclonal antibody mm -hmm. stuff. So they are trying to get those monoclonal antibodies wherever they can. So at uh, our office at the Pick Center, we've had patients drive down from Traverse City mm -hmm. to get those monoclonals because they couldn't get them scheduled at any place. Mm -hmm as quickly as they wanted. And so ideally, you want to see those patients within the first four or five days? So they're approved up to 10 days, but okay. from my perspective, they work better or they work best within the first seven days. So if you okay. get exposed and you get positive, then you want to get that before your body's immune system revs up. Mm -hmm. Are you doing the monoclonal antibodies at the PIC Center? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. On our, in our, the people in the hospital, uh, as we've been hearing from Henry Ford, it's it's primarily the unvaccinated that are being hospitalized. Majority, I think, around about 90 to 95 percent of the people are un, unvaccinated or undervaccinated, meaning they've just had their first shot, mm -hmm. or they got their second shot and they got sick the same day and kind of stuff. Yeah, so and, and not everyone's perfectly healthy to begin with, obviously. Right. None of well, us I are think really. that was the case of Colin Powell. Um, yep. He had so many other. Um, well, yeah, and, and the you know, and you get a lot of the media saying, you know, why are you talking about COVID? He did have all these other diseases too. Yeah, he had my, multiple myeloma, if I yeah. remember correctly. And multiple myeloma, the way the cancer works, it affects that part of the immune system mm -hmm. that actually produces the antibodies against vaccination. Really? So most likely, even though he got the vaccina vaccination, I'm not sure whether he actually had the antibodies okay. to develop. Isn't that something? Interesting. Well, we always appreciate uh, your expertise and your time. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. Stay safe. Dr. Vivek Kak from the PIC Center and Henry Ford Allegiance Health. The Chamber Connection goes on location coming up next. The air inside your home can be two to five times more polluted than the air outside, and it's never been more important to keep the air you breathe germ-free. Lammers Heating and Air Conditioning offers several solutions that will keep the air in your home free of dust, odors, bacteria, and viruses, including inactivating 99% of coronaviruses trapped in Carrier's Infinity Air Purifier. Every breath you take matters, so ask the experts at Lammers Heating and Air Conditioning to help you choose the right air purification system for your home. Hi, I'm Avery Mullen. Over this last year, we've realized just how important family and community can be. Our family would like to say thank you. We truly appreciate you. Vermeulens is still here after 96 years because of the support of our amazing family, customers, and community. From all of us at Vermeulen Furniture, thank, thank you. you. Vermeulen Furniture, for your way of living. Searching for medical supplies can be a challenging aspect of the healthcare system, but with help from Brown's Advanced Care Medical Supplies, you can set your worries aside. Our expert staff takes the time to give each of our customers the personal attention they deserve and are trained to find the right products for each individual. If you can't come to us, then let our delivery team come to you to help set up your supplies so you can get back to what really matters, living your life. Brown's Advanced Care Medical Supplies. Locally owned, locally operated, locally loved. Minuteman Sewer and Drains, because no matter when it is, as always, Minuteman Sewer and Drain is there with same-day service 24-7, 365. Minuteman Sewer and Drain will be there on that day when you need them. MinutemanSewer.com. At Avenue Auto, we'll take great care of your vehicle. 
home of the 1995 oil change. We have a maintenance department right on site, staffed with some of the best mechanics in Jackson County. With close to 100 years of experience between our technicians, your car is in good hands. We'll fix it even if you didn't buy it here, and we service all makes and models. Senior citizen discounts and courtesy shuttle services are available. We are family owned and operated for 23 years. Lester Brothers has been performing driveway installations for over 30 years. Crushed asphalt is one of our most popular driveway gravels and an overall Lester Brothers favorite. When spread properly, it can last for many years. It's 100% recycled, environmentally friendly, quarter of the cost of hot asphalt, dust free and ready for immediate use after construction. Contact Lester Brothers today for a free timely estimate for your future crushed asphalt driveway or parking lot. I had a chance to take the chamber connection on the road, not too far down the road. We are with Maurice Imhoff and Rachel Buchanan at the DeLand Project. Check it out. We're downtown Jackson. We're at the site of a historical marker. This is the chamber connection. I am with Rachel Buchanan from the Jackson Chamber of Commerce and Experience Jackson and Maurice Imhoff with the Jackson County, Michigan Historical Society. Now, Maurice, we are at the corner of the former DeLand property, which uh, I'm just learning about now, but uh, tell our viewers uh, about this family and about this property. Yeah, so Charles DeLand and his family were abolitionists here in Jackson. They used to live over here on, on this corner on Franklin and Mechanic Street, and they were one of the key abolitionists here in Jackson. Uh, they helped transport freedom seekers to the next generation, and oftentimes also live here in Jackson. You know, they played a key role here in Jackson. It's amazing to uh, think about that in the 1800s, um, folks that were helping on the Underground Railroad, and really right here in our own hometown, that history. Yeah, it's really quite significant to know, you know, what you know, significance that Jackson played in the abolitionist movement across the country. And that's why we look at sites like the Under the Oaks, you know, that large movement that just built up over time. And uh, Charles Delaney actually put a key factor in that. So with this marker, we really wanted to recognize, you know, that significance that they played and honor that. And Rachel, um, you talk about what's going on behind us. It's, it's almost a, a perfect, uh, really, um, attribution to the uh, DeLand family with uh, the houses that are going up here. Yeah, the Habitat for Humanity build right now is just incredible. They're basically taking over the block and providing homes for people in our community in that name and have named it that as well. So it's it's really exciting for Jackson to be making all these connections and not only helping people but pinpointing that to someone to others who have made a difference over time too and another uh point of interest and point of history in our downtown and and folks will be able to uh to stop by and, and learn a little bit of history uh about the deland family yeah um this is a marker that's going to be placed on our underground tour our railroad tour uh, that goes throughout the city there are multiple markers through the downtown area this is going to be the newest addition kind of an add-on to the traditional tour so we're excited about that and we hear that there might be more to come as well. That's, that's awesome. Now, Maurice, talk a little bit about um, really the actual uh, history this family does bring to this community. They were, uh, they were very influential and in, uh, in really forefront of leadership here in the community. Yeah, so not only being abolitionists, uh, Charles DeLand and Wilm DeLand were really um, key pioneers here in Jackson. They really helped start the foundation of Jackson. And also, uh, Charles Deland served as one of the county historians for quite some time. He, he wrote uh, one of the first county um, history books, and which is about this thick if you ever go in the reference room at the library, um, and, and many, many other great things. So it's, it's really good, good that we recognize you know, people who help Jackson be what it is today. Now, Maurice, talk a little bit about how this project came to be and uh, what all went in, um, and then first, how, how you really became aware of it. Yeah, so we had got a grant through Michigan Humanities to be able to implement county historical markers. Um, this is a program for the county historical society that we were kind of hoping to do for quite some time. So with the help of that grant, we were able to really bring it to power. Um, and this marker was our first one that we decided to do. And that was help to our uh, one of our board members and secretary, uh, Linda Haas, who's done a lot of research on this. So when she mentioned that it was an immediate yes, that we got to do this marker and recognize it because it's one of those hidden histories. Mm -hmm. uh, when we look at this site over here, you would never expect you know, the home that used to be there and the significance that it played and the freedom seekers who were transported here. So we want to be able to help bring those stories to light across the entire county, these yeah. markers. It's, it's hard to picture almost. Um, obviously, you know, we're talking almost 200 years ago now, but it it's hard to uh, to picture, but it's important for our uh, 
for our town and, and our downtown to really look back and honor our history. Yeah, well, I'm hearing a lot more about people wanting to learn about their own town and coming in to visit towns uh, because they treasure the history or an importance or a um, like meaning to mm -hmm. what they're doing. It's an important opportunity to spread that word and to help share some history because that's what people are really yearning for. So we want to make that connection. Now, Maurice, I want to ask you kind of about the actual um, the marker and kind of how you decided exactly where it would be. And then was it uh, just coincidental, the timing of the habitat build? Yeah, so we had, because it was added on after this, so we had learned about this site here. Um, so we figured, well, why not add it to the entire addition? You know, so that way people for ages, you know, who live in these homes can come here and visit this marker and see the true significance that this site has, you know, here in this role. So we thought it was a great idea. We talk about, you know, the, the role that marker plays in the community. I was going to add to those Sunday drives. You'll be able yeah. to drive around the county, um, go visit markers with your family, and also tourism. It brings in a lot of tourism, people coming from out of town to recognize that Jackson is a historic place. Absolutely. Uh, bring bring your kids by and show them the markers because uh, you don't learn everything just in the history book. Uh, definitely uh, celebrate your own town's history. Well, thank you uh, for all you're doing at the Jackson County, Michigan Historical Society. And I know there'll, there'll probably be a little bit more down the road. Oh, there we got quite a few of them. Uh, right now we're putting in eight to 10 markers through the first grant. Uh, we applied for some additional funding, hoping to get some of that. Um, but otherwise, we're going to keep going, and we're also opening up to the public where they can apply for a marker as well. They do have to cover it themselves. They have to come up with the funds, but their research can be published on a marker, which is quite significant. Awesome. Now, Rachel, anything Jackson County is experienced Jackson. So if anyone has any questions or wants wants a little tour, you can point them in the right direction, correct? Yes, 764-4440, uh, our website, experiencejackson.com, or our brand new app that will lead you through some of these things actually bring you on this marker on a tour as well. Awesome, thanks Rachel, thanks Maurice. That's this week's Chamber Connection presented by Experience Jackson. Jackson Coffee Company, roasted fresh in store so you can brew it at home. I knew coming from changing careers, it was going to be hard for me to get an interview and I think that's the hardest part nowadays is getting your resume in the right hands and out of how many people apply for the same position, why your resume. She put me in front of the right people, which without her there was no way I would be in the position I am today. They're knowledgeable, they know what they're doing. They really know what they're doing, so they're really able to help you. I would not have found it without them. A fun place to take your family and friends is the Jackson Candy and Fudge Factory. See. Hear. Smell. Taste. While you're here, pick up a gift to share. You always feel like a kid in a candy store at the Jackson Candy and Fudge Factory. Asthma Allergy Centers can help you breathe freely. Since 1980, our board certified specialists have provided testing and treatment for a wide variety of asthma and allergy related conditions, including immunodeficiencies and skin problems. No referrals are necessary, and we accept any insurance or no insurance. You can even use our mobile app to check in and pay. Come see us at our Jackson office or one of our multiple offices in Southwest Michigan. If you need a plumber, Grimes Plumbing Company, licensed and insured, proudly serves the Jackson area with fast, reliable service and competitive pricing, both for repairs and new installs. For fast, reliable plumbing service, call Grimes Plumbing today. And remember, we love water. At Blair's Car Care, honesty and customer satisfaction have always been the most important thing for us. We have been serving loyal customers in Jackson County for almost 100 years. We do auto repair of all sorts including tires, alignment, 
brakes, oil changes, and much more. For more information, please call 517-782-8116 or come stop by at 2424 Wildwood Avenue and experience for yourself what makes Blair's so special. You want what's best for your child's future. A good education, exposure to a wide array of employment fields, and the right path towards a future career. You want the Jackson Area Career Center. With more than 20 hands-on learning programs, high school students can attain a high-wage job upon graduation, industry certifications, or earn college credits before ever stepping foot on campus. Go online to find out how to enroll. The Jackson Area Career Center. Careers happen here. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. We still don't have an, uh, another baby in the family, but I'm waiting on that. And I'm waiting on it basically because I need to know what my schedule is going to be like because James has a hockey game, Ella has a soccer game, and I don't know if we're going to be responsible for that boy or not. Or girl. No, the, the current boy. Oh, the current boy. Yeah. Well, who knows? I mean, you can't just schedule having a baby. I know, but we'd like to know. So. Speaking of schedules, we've got one more change in high school football due to a shortage of officials. The Hanover Horton Bronson crossover game has been moved to tonight, mm -hmm. 7 p.m., and it is at Hanover Horton. So, in addition to uh, what was the other one? Uh, Western, Western is ho yeah. hosting Richmond. Um, I believe Richmond's up, uh, they'll be coming from the Thumb area of oh, wow. the state, I believe. Got a uh, Christmas gift idea for Seinfeld fans, including me. Lego. Lego has a Seinfeld uh, oh, set, and that's it's cool. the set of Seinfeld. And you get the set. It's one thousand three hundred twenty-six pieces. <laughs> There's that's so cool. Newman, uh, Kramer, Elaine, uh, Jerry, George, and Elaine. And That's very, very realistic. Cool. And Look it at has that. it has all the things. There's see the Festivus pole. The cereal boxes. Yeah. Yep. The coffee table book. The uh, what else? Uh, the phone. Yeah, the phone. Do you remember how Jerry used to answer the phone? Yeah. He'd hit <laughs> it off and then catch it with his other hand. Uh-huh. There they are all. Um, these pretzels are making me thirsty. That's uh, another episode of Seinfeld. George Holden, or uh, no, who's that, Kramer? Yeah. It's Kramer. Now this man um, obviously has not enough to do. I think he might be a doctor. He looks <laughs> like a doctor. I don't know, he's just got three ashtrays stacked up on his desk. <laughs> he might not be a doctor. I don't know if he needs all those tools to build the Legos. They're just <laughs> Legos, they kind of go, go together. It looks like he's taking notes. I assume too. that's sold out or doesn't really exist. $79.99 available online. Oh, Legos are so expensive. Mm -hmm. You ever been to that Lego store in Chicago? Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. You, they, buy, they sell them by the piece. They do, it's yeah. very expensive. Mm -hmm. my, my kid is not into it that much by Another. choice of her parents. Uh, Halloween, uh, this was uh, almost, almost panic inducing, but uh, the candy company uh, Ferraro that makes uh, Brock's candy corn, they were hacked last week. So all of their uh, computer systems and uh, everything was shut down in a hack. Someone tried to hack Halloween. I don't get it. Luckily, um, candy corn, <laughs> Candy corn for this year's uh, holiday was all produced and shipped in early August. Mm. Fresh. Mm. You know, a great place to get candy is at Jack's Poe, and that's coming up that's today. Right. <laughs> that's what I like to do. I like to go yeah. around all the booths and, uh, and pick out candy, including uh, our own. Pens, rulers. Pens, magnets, trinkets, chip all kinds chip of stuff. Tops. I like to collect the chip. Yeah, and Northwest, one of the title sponsors, they always have, they have extra stuff. And I saw Withington Apartments and I thought, what is Withington Apartments? And uh, it's a brand new apartment complex. Really? It's out behind uh, Springport, like behind the hospice hall, really? right back there. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. I hadn't yeah. heard of that. Well, I'm sure we'll meet them today. That's it for today's show. Join Jennifer and I Monday. We'll have Dr. Joanne Hurth and Dr. Phil Francis. And uh, October is Breast Cancer Month, so we will be talking with them. And then later today on BART Show, President and CEO of Consumers Energy, Garrett Grochow, Bill Rail, and Dan Draper from JAMA, John Kartrek, 
Tim Fox, and Dave DeBaker. That's it for today. We'll see you later on.